fireworks are not allowed in bell gardens and welcome back to the all to an all new the giant contraband robot podcast i'm your host desi desi is dead robinson with my co-host christian ventura and like he just said um in bell gardens here in california is illegal to pop fireworks uh-huh they've been uh they've been going ham over here i can smell all the bacon in the air and people don't give a fuck they just yeah they're still doing it so if this podcast um seems a little bit shorter that is why <laughs> that and we're both hungry we, we wanted to get something to eat but um this is gonna be like we said before a chill cast we whatever we pops in our head um, that's what we're going to discuss. But it's also my birthday. We heard it's your birthday. Um, we do not want to get copyright striked on SoundCloud or Spotify. So we can't put um, the Grandmasters It's My Birthday um, theme on this episode. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I was I was thinking, honestly, I was thinking more like the Beatles one. Nah, but I don't like either the Beatles. Way. I don't like the Beatles. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. Really? I really don't like Wait, the, the birthday song or the Beatles in general? The Beatles in general. Oh damn! Yeah, I, I don't like. The, I, 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 yeah. I usually keep that to myself. I, okay. I, I really don't like the Beatles. I mean, I can, I can respect it. I don't agree with it, but I can respect it. <laughs> Just give me the. I'll take the Rolling Stones over the Beatles. Okay. Okay. At least you have some music taste. Oh, well, I'm oh wow! I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Wow! Okay. Wow. I'm just fucking very short tenure on this podcast. You now make it to the one year anniversary of this fall. <laughs> Fuck you and die. It's like so, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Contraband, the Giant Contraband Robot. Yeah, I'm your only host, Desi Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Um, our housekeeping for the day, um, we, I actually got to see, um, the EA play and I give it an F. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not giving it a rundown of games. Uh, I'm not giving the rundown of the other games. It's, it was very short. I don't know how people could pull an hour video off of something that was so fucking short. Um, the screenshots, the Dragon Age, look, they're just screenshots. I need to see fucking gameplay. I need to. That teaser we got from the Video Game Awards two years ago, that was more than what I got from EA Play. Damn. I did not get yeah, I didn't watch it, but I hear it's it was like basically a dumpster fire. Yeah. Well, not dumpster, but No, still. I'm calling it a dumpster fire. It gets an F. Alright? If it gets an F. Microsoft gets a C. I, I literally sat and thought about it. Microsoft will get a C. Because they tried. EA gets an F. Okay. They get an F. Sony gets a B. The only reason Sony gets a B, B plus. You made us wait six months to show us the. Now I, I I get it. I get it. You want us to show the accoutrement with the main console. You want you wanted to show us the digital, the control, the controllers, the HD camera, the remote, the the new headset that's coming with it, and the digital console only. I get that. And I get you want to give us a good production value on everything. But you made us wait six months. And you only showed a controller and you gave us that boring ass tech reveal. Yeah. You get a B. Plus. We wait until we get into July to see more. (laughs) 
But I, I love how like even now with your rating system for this and with your rating system for uh for the DC animated universe, which check us out on the next episode and the following episodes and the previous ones. Yeah. Um on all of those rating scales, it's like you know that you have, you know, let's say one to five, but nothing is ever gonna be in like the top for you unless it hits like every single freaking mark, which is good. That just means you have very astringent taste. Yeah, I do. And um, looking at EA plays, Apex Legends could have been announced anytime this past six months. It, it literally could have. You could have just said, "Oh, we're gonna have crossplay." Uh, yeah, they probably nothing good. That it, it just fell on deaf fucking ears. And this is <laughs> someone who don't play um, Apex Legends. That just falls on deaf fucking ears. And the only thing that looked fucking interesting was that um, that talking six sided die game. Talking six sided die. Which one was that one again? I forgot the name. I I, I really have no I. I have no will to look that shit up right now. And I don't <laughs> care if I'm sitting at my computer. I have no will. Fuck that game. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, it's still a whole lot of summer left. Um, we still got more from Microsoft. We still got more from Sony. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming... Um, I know Ubisoft got something coming up on July 12th. My friend Denise Takes is going to be doing a video for Beyond Good and Evil 2 because she helped contribute music for it. So I can't wait to see my friend speaking for Ubisoft. I'm proud of her. She worked her her ass off to get to um, that point amidst um, health um, concerns, um, losing um, uh, pets or family members. All right, people, just get that out the way. Yeah, that like none of your none of your it's an animal. Why the hell do you care? No, nah, shut the hell up. She loves two um two um lovely pets that I've got to meet. Um and they and they and they are in the as much as I am an atheist, but they are in the great animal <laughs> park in the sky. It's like hey, there there may not there may not be a place for people, but got but dogs go to heaven. Yes. All dogs and cats go to heaven. There you go. All people go to hell. <laughs> Except for my friend Denise, she's cool people. She created our theme song, people. She could have charged us money, but she did not. She didn't. That's how cool she is. And this technically, she was going to use this track for Beyond Good and Evil. Wait, seriously? Yes. Oh my god! So thank you even more so. So, um, I, I and I'm nothing but respect for her. She she's literally I call her my sister. She even though we're not blood related. She has done more for me. Well, I can literally say with in two hands, the most the majority of people who have done a lot for me for in that family that I consider family. There you go. So And say so, hey, you don't need more than that to be honest. Like shoot. True. That is true. But I'm not I'm not saying close the door. I'm just saying a close select group of people is often better than, you know, like in inordinate amount of a bunch of people that you just tell everything to, which is because it's like that that's not real connection. <laughs> you know, and on top of that, that's not a good idea. Just blurting everything out. No. Oh, but that is our housekeeping for the week and housekeeping for my birthday. Happy birthday! See, I gotta, I gotta make sure that I throw the inflection off everywhere. That way, we don't get copyrighted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> level thirty-five. New me, new same fucked up year, but new me. I just realized you said level instead of age. Yeah, level up. That's awesome. 
Yeah. See, we need to do more shit like that. We need to like start incorporating video game lingo into our everyday lives. It's like, oh, hey, I didn't have a birthday. I leveled up. Oh, hey, do you have like a pack of gum or something? Hold on, let me check my inventory. And you're like looking through your pockets, your backpack or some shit. Where have you been? I've been using this term for a while. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in my cave, you know, 3D printing and doing nothing else. Other, uh, well, 3D printing and D&D, but that kind of goes hand in hand at this point. Yeah, this is this is this is pre three three D printing D and D. I ain't worked, never. We, we that to, shit. I have said that shit. We even when we worked together, I said that shit. I ain't never heard no shit about level up. Yeah, well, you don't listen. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, my topic for um for this week, um, I've been rereading Power Rangers from IDW, and I seriously feel. Power Rangers could be a TV, um, not a TV, live action TV series anymore, an animated series. Ooh, I just started reading them, and even with like the first couple of comics, yeah, I agree with you. I could see it totally being like a really nice, like, uh, like drawn, you know, cartoon show. Yeah, I would get. And there's two animation studios I want. You can either get the animation studio who has done um, Avatar, Legend of Korra, and the Boondocks. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep forgetting the animation studio's name, but or you can get the animation studio who's currently doing Goodbye Volcano High. Hmm. But either way, going with that animation style for Power Rangers would definitely work. Um, you know, technically, because I mean, obviously, because um, Power Rangers is uh, is Japanese, you could theoretically talk about maybe some uh, anime production houses that would be able to pick some of that up, you know? Um, I, I personally would like maybe like a Studio Trigger or somebody like that to, to pick up like a cartoon like that. I could really enjoy seeing an animation style like that there. Um, the animation studio is a Japanese animation studio um, who has done Korra and, um, Korra, Aang, and the Boondocks. Um, I'm looking it up right now, but... Um, well Wait, what? I thought I thought Avatar and Korra were both um, they were both here. They weren't made by Japanese animation studios. Yes, they was. Hmm? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. No, I I wait, what? <laughs> like all of a sudden everybody just hears furious key clacking. <laughs> um yeah, because I could, I could swear, like at least Avatar, maybe not Korra, Studio, but last Studio Mirror. Studio Mirror. Hold on, and is that is that a Jap a Japanese production house? It's a South Korean um, production house. They have done Legend of Korra. They've done Voltron. They have done the Boondocks. They've done the Death of Superman, which we're going to be reviewing soon on our DC review, and they've done Mortal Kombat: Scorpion's Revenge. Oh my god, my 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 computer must think or must know that I'm trying to renovate my house because I'm looking up Studio Mirror, and all it is is literally just bringing up mirrors for like a studio apartment. <laughs> studio Mirror M I R. Um, they also done like I said, um, Avatar: Last Airbender. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so okay. So and plus the creators of. Um, um, Legend of Korra and Avatar has a relationship with them so much so 
that when I forgot the, I forgot the um the people behind Voltron. Um, I can actually look it up right here. Netflix. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, new tab, please, and thank you. Um, Voltron. Was, oh yeah, Laura Montgomery. God damn, and Joaquin um, Joaquin DeSantos, who have both worked in the DC animated movie universe that we're reviewing, currently reviewing. Um, Joaquin DeSantos actually helped make the Batman TV series that came out back in the mid-2000s. And Laura Montgomery yeah. directed Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. Oh, shit. Um, so, and they also helped make Legend of Korra, and they helped write um, Avatar The Last Airbender, and they're the ones who helped recreate Voltron. And they and they, since they have a connection with Studio Mir, they gladly went in and helped make um, um, Voltron. That's cool. So I would like, with that pedigree of all those animated um, cartoons, including the Boondocks, that is the perfect animation studio to do Power Rangers. Off of Voltron, I can see that, off of, yeah. off of Voltron alone. I could totally see that. Yeah. Um, with doing the Power Ranger, um, with doing the Power Ranger animated series, we get to see what we couldn't see in a live action setting. When the Power Rangers had the power coins, they all have superpowers. In, enhanced, um, they have enhanced strength, jumping right. abilities. Uh, everything, their basic cells before they have to morph is enhanced. We mm-hmm. can see that in an animation. They get in touch with the morphing grid. We get to see the morphing grid. Thank you very much on that one. We get to see the morphing grid. We get to see where Alpha and Billy goes to repair the Megazords. Mm-hmm. Something we couldn't see in live action setting. Can you imagine what the attempt would be like to even try to show the morphing grid in live action? It would be exponentially expensive. Oh yeah. Well, to do it correctly, I'm not saying t- they did it correctly. I'm just right. saying, imagine with the budget the original Power Rangers live action had, what that morphing grid would look like if they decided to try to show it. But but here's the thing though: <laughs> we always had to imagine it, and it was during the course of the Laura Dracon um, storyline where we True. Get, where we get to see the morphing grid, and it's like it's not what you imagine, but it's still like holy, it's like holy shit, we get to see the morphing mm-hmm. grid. But I feel like. Uh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say this is, but it is Kyle Higgins' idea of what the morphing grid is. Mm-hmm. I assume this is like one big giant, like it's connected, like it's connected to Zordon. So you kill Zordon in order to destroy the morphing grid. Mm-hmm. That's my, yeah. that's my assumption. My always that was always my assumption with um, Power Rangers. And then there was a a tribunal behind the morphing grid, which is like yeah. holy fucking shit. Like Carl Higgins just opened up a universe for Power Rangers that it worked that would definitely work better for uh, an animation than. Well, yeah, I mean, I would argue that before the comics, it was very like, like I mean, obviously every single Power Ranger iteration and stuff all existed technically at some point within like different universes or whatever. It was um, actually going up until SPD. That's what I was going to say. But it was, like, only up until a certain point. Because before that, they were... I mean, obviously, they're all live-action, like, Sentai shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, but before, like, with SPD, everything started becoming, like, more cohesive or at the very least started trying to be explained why all of these different types of Power Rangers would exist. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think it, it was until the comic run, until like Lord Draken, all of that kind of stuff started becoming a lot more in the forefront of what Power Rangers is now. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And then plus um, for SPD, we see Tommy in the future. He's an old yes. man. And his, yes. And his son joins SPD. It was an emergency. And guess who Tommy gets married to? This is a, a small spoiler, but guess who Tommy gets married to? I mean, only on the fact that you're saying guess, I'm assuming it's not Kimberly. So. Yep, it's not Kimberly. Because I know Kimberly, like, I, like, I've already had some spoil, some spoiled stuff for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I also started playing um, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Yeah. So that, that kind of ties into it. But um, I don't know, who, who does he end up marrying? Cat, the second pick ranger. Makes so much fucking sense. <laughs> I mean, God, I'm not even mad at it, but uh, Kimberly. I like, and, and this thing is like Zach and Trini is now a couple. I could see that. I could totally see that. Um, because always like now realizing that Billy is gay, right? I always assume Billy and Trini, but now it's or Trini and that dude at the juice bar. No, it's Zach and Trini now. Oh my god, I completely remember what you're talking That dude at the juice bar, I forgot about him. Yeah. Um, so I was like, holy shit. And Billy is gay in the comics. So we get to see what was... And I, and I, still, what Saban did to Billy Yost... I mean, Billy Yost. Um, David Yost. Um, mm-hmm. Played Billy. It just uh, fucked up. And yeah. to see him come back now to represent Power Rangers again after everything that has happened it's, it, it, I think it's an awesome thing and, and it actually shows that um, it makes Power Rangers more inclusive than it was before I, wanna, I, won't, I won't rest until there's a Rainbow Ranger no I'm just joking <laughs> well we had an orange mm-hmm. a purple we had purple, we had silver, we had white we had orange. green you have green, orange so, we had like maroon and very deep blue, whatever. Navy. If we want to be there you go. If we... I'm, 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 I'm thinking of what is it the the ones from Dino Ranger that are like the beetle and something else. I'm trying to remember. Um, if we're talking about Ninja Theory, it was maroon and navy. Ninja Theory, yeah, Ninja Theory. Sorry, I said Dino Ranger. Ninja, I, meant Ninja. I mean Ninja Storm. Ninja, theory. Ninja Storm. That's that's one that I actually that's one of the ones that I remember the most and of that was the Disney specifically uh, yeah the the one that's like specifically three because the one I remember hardcore the one that I remember a lot other than the original I need to say other than the original um, was uh, uh, what was it Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue remember uh, that one oh I remember Lightspeed Rescue yeah the one where they're all like they're all like silver servants and shit. <laughs> Like a like the Red Ranger was a firefighter and the Blue Ranger was like oh my god this is so dated now now that I think about it the Blue Ranger was like a trainer at SeaWorld or some shit. But here's the thing though, the reason why I like Lightspeed Rescue is the only series where you have a multiracial couple, even though they was not a couple yet. True, true. He that Green Ranger, the brother was trying to get her all entire series. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and then we and like every season that like one previous team teams up with the new team, you find out they got married. I was like, my boy, Dude. My, my boy locked it down. 
<laughs> and you can tell, and I like the fact he was like, they was going on that honeymoon. She was like, you know, you got to do it. And he was like, he's looking like, and like you know, he would be like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs up to go more. He, you can tell he's like, I'm going to fuck up whoever is whoever's ruining my goddamn honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that was the, and that was technically the second time because I remember the first time he when he finally got it and he was mm-hmm. going to go on a date he had to run off the go morph. Yeah, I'm like, they don't like somebody don't like brothers in Power Rangers. Uh, I'm just saying for that one entire season you don't like brothers. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh my god! But I love my favorite hands down is the Power Rangers key and peel did. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so for my if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. It's fucking hilarious. It's on YouTube, y'all. Keen Pills YouTube channel. Yeah. Um but I think they call it Power Falcons or some shit like that. I think so. Um but for, for this Power Ranger anime series, it was it will start off like how the car, the anime the comic book started. We'll get, we'll go right into the Dracon series and mm-hmm. then afterwards we'll get the um the power um it'll be a mixture of the Mighty Morphin line of the comic books and the Go-Go Power Rangers line so which mm-hmm. means they're going to do the power transfer yep right after the Lord Dragon series um, cuz the Lord Dragon series changed the timeline right completely changed the timeline so we'll like after the Lord Dragon um storyline it was essentially flashpoint but way better no yeah. i'm just trying. um We'll do the, the the power and the transfer from Zach, Jason, Trini to Rocky, Adam, and Aisha, and then right into Zio, and then right into Turbo, and then from Turbo to In Space. That's what I was gonna say, dude. I remember In Space so much. That was so cool. Um, in Space to um, Lost Galaxy, Lost Galaxy. Like we're going through, we're going through all of it. If, uh, if, time if, Force, if, Galaxy. Oh my god! I remember all of those. Like, if the animated, if this animated series is successful, it can go through multiple series. I, I got a question to you, because they have a bunch of weird ones. But to you, which was the weirdest morpher? The weirdest morpher, Jungle Fury. Jungle Fury is up there. Jungle Fury was a fucking phone that like turned into a robot. Actually, it, yeah, it that's a really a, weird it one. It was a big ass phone at that. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, that's not indicative of you guys using martial arts. And okay. <laughs> well, to be fair, there was a CGI of the phone striking a martial arts pose for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> um, but I would say one, my second favorite Power Rangers is Operation Overdrive. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because your leader, you assumed was human, was a cyborg all this time. Which is like, holy shit, this is different than anything we ever seen in a Power Ranger show. Like someone like someone is legit a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one I like I would like to see the animation, but and that'd then, be really interesting. But you also had a stuntman, a thief, a race car driver, and I forget I forget what was the other ones. Um oh what was the other one in Overdrive? Because I, I, I legit forget what was the Yellow Ranger and the Pink Rangers. I, I think one was a martial artist. No, I think the Blue Ranger, because he was a stuntman, he was a martial artist. I mean, I would argue they're all martial artists, but I get what you mean. <laughs> True. Um, 
And also, which is also funny, um, the newer ones, Ninja State, Ninja, Ninja, I forgot what the newer ones. What was the newer ones? I stopped, honestly, I stopped paying attention after Samurai. Um, oh, yeah, Power Rangers Samurai, um, two brothers. Um, if you watch Power Rangers Hyper RPG on, um, Hyper, um, Hyper RPG, they have a Power Rangers D&D, um, cast. I know, I've been wanting to start watching it so bad. They got the original Black Ranger on there, right? Yep, and Tommy. They had Tommy as Lord Draken. They did the Lord... Uh, Hyper RPG was added into the Lord Draken storyline. Oh my god, oh um, my god! Time, the Time Force Pink Ranger came back to play her character, and she's the Zordon of the Hyper RPG Rangers. I can't see it, but I'm like feeding my soul concurrently into this D&D slash Morphin Grid universe right now. Uh, the dude who <laughs> played Bulk became... Um, he, He's another. He plays another character, but he's the Yellow Ranger. Wait, Bulk became a Yellow Ranger? I don't remember this. No, the actor who played Bulk. Oh, the actor. The actor. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's play. He played a Yellow Ranger in the in the in this Power Ranger campaign. Damn. And two brothers who were both in Power Ranger shows. One was a Red Ranger, and then the brother became the Six Ranger. So they're brothers in real life, and they made them brothers on the in the campaign. But they're both are ex Power Rangers. Damn. So that's the that's like that's that I can say that's Hyper RPG's biggest like awesome thing. You got ex Power Rangers to return to play their characters, but in a, in a D and D setting, Power Rangers D and D setting. But then you get two former Rangers to play new characters, which is cool. That's pretty sick. So when they morph, I mean, like, I mean, you should be used to it by now, guys. They know you not to morph the first time. You just gotta mm-hmm. do a whole new morphing pose. <laughs> and the, for the first time in anything, we hit we get a female Black Ranger. Dude, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, fuck yeah! Oh, and angry Black Nerd Andre Meadows, he is the Blue Ranger. Oh damn! Why have I not watched this yet? Like it's been on my like watch list for a while now. I'm very aware it exists. I just haven't watched it yet. What yeah, the hell? I find it surprising. I'm more you're more into DD than I am, and I and I saw it. To be fair, I am I am watching a lot of other D and D shows and currently planning our D and D thing right now. To be fair, <laughs> but yes, I need to make time for that because I didn't even finish the Doom one that um that uh, Critical Role did, the Doom one shot. I've really been wanting to watch it, but I just haven't like sat down and given it the time yet. Well, oh, also you were gonna like it. They got their own Power Rangers theme and intro. <laughs> why? Why are you trying to make me not go, go? Why are you trying to make me not watch anime tonight and just watch a shit ton of D and D stuff? <laughs> eh, I'm feeling. Um, I'm feeling kind of. What's the one I'm looking for? Destructive on my own. <laughs> It's, it's, gonna my, work. it's my birthday and I do what I want to. Oh shit! That means I gotta watch uh, Hyper RPG Power Rangers. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the only caveat, caveat. Now I understand because I, I I will be the producer. I would like to play the Black Ranger. <laughs> I would like to play Zach. Right Why? The back. Why the hell not? I'm already being told I don't sound like an adult, so well fuck it. Let me play the teenager. <laughs> Okay, your 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 pitch is slightly higher than that of the average, but 
your your cynicism is very indicative of your age. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I know. I, know. I, know. I, I am a cynic. I, I don't care. Still, I can be the Black Ranger. I can be like Mastodon. See there, right there, right there, right there. I have proven I can be the Black Ranger. <laughs> I can do the hip hop keto. Dude, hip hop keto. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Ah, dude. Yes. Uh, I'm just here for it. I wanna. I wanna go to a swap meet and go buy a VCR now. And then on top of that, <laughs> and on top of that, I got to meet Walter Jones, the original Black Ranger. He. Whoa. When I was, I was a like 27 when I got to meet him. I said I want to be the Black Ranger one day. If it was like any form of way, I want to be Zach the Black Ranger. He gave me his blessing. Dude, <laughs> I have his blessing, people. Yeah. Anime, I have no proof, but I have his blessing. I know. Mm-hmm. I, the only proof I have is us taking a picture together, but I do have his blessing. Nice. So, if we do animated Power Rangers, you're looking at your new Zach the Black Ranger. I sh- I should have met the dude. I should have met him. I the last time the the last and only time I went to a comic con, he was there, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get in line and pay to like go meet him and shit. Yeah. But there was another there was another panel that was going on at the same time. I was like, you know what? Like I really want to, but I'd rather go to the panel. I should have just gone to him. It happens. It happens. <laughs> um. So for the Power Rangers line, um, voice actors lineup, um, Josh Keaton, who has voiced Spider Man. Um, a spectacular Spider-Man who has voiced Shiro in Voltron, the leader of the Voltron. Um, I want him to voice Tommy the Green Ranger. Hmm. Okay. I don't want Jason David Frank back. No, no, no. no. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I like Jason David Frank. I specifically am saying like, not love. But um, no, but yeah, if we're going to do the Lord Dragon storyline, he can come back. I, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, at this point, Draken... And Tommy, I mean, are basically his. But as a voice actor for Tommy, I could see that being somebody else. I, I'm okay. I'm more than okay with it being somebody else. Just because it's like, I don't have a problem at all with Jason David Frank. I'm just not like, I don't know. It's weird. I've like I've liked him less because I've been following on him on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like I said, Jason David Frank can be Lord Draken. Josh Keaton can be Tommy. To play Jason, I want Steven Yeun. Steven Yeun from Walking Dead. Oh, sorry, I I barely heard that. Dude, that would be good. Um, and then, oh, that would be really cool. And I'm gonna change up Jason a little bit. I'm gonna make him biracial. I mean, come on, his name is Jason Lee Scott. Yeah. If th- that does not hint that he's half Asian, half white. I mean, come on. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be cool. Um, I, I do like to have Steven Yoon on there. If I can't get Steven Yoon, I would like to get a... I want the act... I, keep, I forgot his name. From Power Rangers Hyper RPG. Um, who also did Power Rangers... The, not the recent one. Uh, fuck. Power Rangers Samurai. He was in Power Rangers Samurai. There we go. Mm, who was he in Samurai? I'm trying to remember. He was. I don't think he was the Red Ranger. Let me, let me look it up. <laughs> Dude, Ranger. meanwhile, like, I can totally... I can totally picture Steven Yoon in like the in like the uh, the full Power Rangers getup, like holding his helmet underneath his shoulder. You know what I mean? Like I could I totally picture him in it. Yeah, he's a little bit older than me. He'll probably be like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> 
I'm just, just saying, I can still picture it. He'd be like, uh-huh, I'm too old. And, and you know, Asian dumb raisin. It's all good. Asian dumb. <laughs> Wait, you never heard that? No. <laughs> That's the same. Black don't crack and Asian don't raisin. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. What the fuck? Why is he not popping up? I just love how we completely delved into Power Rangers out of nowhere. By the way. <laughs> true, true. But um. Oh my god! Why, why, I have. My bulk is wearing it. Why in the world? I have such good memories of like watching Power Rangers through like my childhood and shit. Like that's just that's one of those things where it's just like yeah, like I don't I don't necessarily have a bad memory at all associated with Power Rangers. Like it's just always been kind of like there, mm-hmm. and like different different generations and stuff have always been like you know at different points where I enjoyed them in different ways. Like I I remember watching like the first like. Because obviously they've crossed over a lot at this point. But, and it might not even be the first one. But the one that was, um, oh, what was it? Like, uh, like the power of red or something like that, where all the red rangers up until that current generation got together for like a couple episodes or an episode. That was the best episode of all fucking time. I know, right? <laughs> I don't like, care that what anybody so says. Cool. I don't care what anybody says. That was the best fucking episode of all time. Dude, like, even more than, like, the Mega Rangers or whatever, the ones that, like, can use the Power Ranger powers of all the different Power Rangers. Yeah. I was just like, that's pretty sick. But did you see Power of Red, though? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, he played Coda in Power Rangers Samurai. But I would get him to voice... His name is Yoshi Sudarso. Okay. He's a martial artist, former former live-action Power Ranger, I'll have oh, him as the red. Guy. This guy, yes. I'll have Ninja. him. Okay. Ninja, okay. I will have him as the red new um Jason Lee Scott, the Red Ranger. Dude, yeah, I could see it. I could totally see it. For Trini, Christina V. She was also in Hyper RPG, Hyper Four, um, Power Rangers Hyper Force. Christina what? Christina V. V E E. Yeah, V E E. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, as Zach the Black Ranger, like I said, me. For Billy the Blue Ranger, I'm gonna go for Steven Universe's voice actor and former Billy Batson voice actor Zach Collison. Hmm. I want someone to be younger than the main cast. I mean, the, he's going to be part of the. He's part of the five range, the five original five. But uh-huh. even though you can tell Billy is the same age as everyone else, but you can probably, probably tell he's more soft spoken than everyone else. Yeah, he's like a little bit more. He's not as um, forthcoming when it comes to like, uh, like I don't know. I don't know what the word is. It's like when when there's a plan going down and he's trying to contribute to to it. He'll be more submissive when it comes to like what he's trying to compete contribute. Sort of like Steven. And it took Steven for a while to become the that leader he we if you watch Steven Universe and you see Steven's progression, you, you will see why I say Billy. Um he can be Billy, the voice of I'll Billy. be I'll be honest. I've never watched Steven Universe and I know I should. <laughs> watch it. It is emotional. It is one of my it's 
right up there with regular show. It really really is great. Um, It's up there with um, regular show and Adventure Time. It's one of my favorite modern era Cartoon Network shows. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it the time then. Yeah, because honestly, it's like a lot of the Cartoon Network shows I kind of fell off of. But I know there's a lot of really good, like, you know, current era ones. Like, I still need to watch Gravity Falls and shit. I've heard that's, like, that's one that I've been sleeping on for a while, apparently. I know. I heard people have been telling me I need to watch that, too. Because they say, if you like X-Files, here's X-Files Light. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll like one day. Um, The voice of Kimberly. Um, You know her on Critical Role. She's you love her on Critical Role. <laughs> and she's currently the voice of Mary Jane. In the Spider-Man Marvel games, I know her last name is Bailey, Laura Bailey. There we go. Laura Bailey, yeah. You put a little respect on her goddamn name, no, shit. <laughs> Laura, I, w- I would like to have Laura Bailey as the voice of Kimberly. I, yeah, that would be, that would be a really good fit. I just in general, I want more Laura Bailey. But yes, that's like yeah. she's in everything. Damn it, every animators out there, she's on there. I don't give a shit. I want more Laura Bailey. Like, I said what I said. Like next to her husband, they're on everything. Like Troy I Baker. <laughs> uh, Laura Bailey, Troy Baker, and um, oh fuck, what's her husband's name? You watch Critical Role. Uh, um, 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 oh my god, I can't. Like I just, I just have Laura Bailey in my mind. Freaking wow! Uh, I just have her in my mind right now. Jesus Christ. Um, 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 oh my god. <laughs> See, this is how bad it, um, Travis William. There we go. Yeah. Them three, Troy, Travis, and Laura, is almost in everything. <laughs> I know, and, but and it's Crispin so Freeman. Let's, let's not forget Crispin Freeman as well. Yeah, yeah. And Nolan North. <laughs> <laughs> like, now we're just, it's like, it's like when you, when you talk about these people, it's like talking about where's Waldo yeah. or where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Because every single time you, you flip through that book, you know, he's fucking in there. Yeah. You just got to find him. It's yeah. the same thing. It's like, oh, here's an animated thing or here's a video game thing. They're in there somewhere. You just got to find them. Yeah. I, I'll have, tra- <laughs> and you know what, since we're on, we're on them, I have Travis Willingham as Goldar. Oh, okay. Um, let's get uh Nolan North, no Crispin Freeman, to voice Lord Zed. Ooh. Um, let's get Nolan North to be Zordon. And Troy, no, Nolan as Alpha. Oh. And Troy, oh, that would be. And have Troy Baker as Zordon. <laughs> do you think at this point when they both walk into an audition, uh, audition they just carpool I, I, know, <laughs> like, I know they used to when they both did retro replay together yeah yeah I'm just saying like how often how often is it where they just show up at the same time and they're like oh crap they invited you too oh well I'm not surprised and then like compared to that how often is it like let's just carpool they called us both <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I know. Okay, oh, make sure I got the right. Yeah, I got the right name. All right, I'm just making sure. Um, to play Aisha when we get to the get to that point. Oh, that's gonna be hard for I. Oh, no, for Rock for Adam. I'm bringing Johnny Bosch Young back. Okay. Just bring him back. He he's killing it, as always in the anime in, in anime. So fucking bring him back. Mm-hmm. 
Um, for Rocky, uh, I don't know the act, the voice actor's name. He's um, he's the main character in My Hero Academia. He he's getting his powers from All Might. Oh, Deku. Yeah, the voice actor for Deku. I'll have him. Midoriya kun. Huh? Midoriya kun. <laughs> no, I mean that's that like that's his actual name. Because <laughs> because. De- Never mind. I'm getting too nerdy into it. Deku is like his superhero name. Midoriya uh, is his like actual name, his given name. You could just say Midoriya. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to be real. Go for it. <laughs> the, he'll be the American Rocky. Okay. For Aisha, I want to say either Kimberly Brooks, who has voiced Ashley Williams in Mass Effect, Princess Alora in Voltron. Mm-hmm. They'll also bring her back working together with Josh Keaton. Um, fuck. And there's not a lot of African-American voice actresses. You know what? No, I'm going to pick an unknown African-American voice actress for Aisha. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just casting appropriately. I want to see more women of color cast in, I'm, I hate to say it, culturally appropriate roles. Because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like most of the black women in the boondocks is voiced by a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, fuck that. Oh, if I can't get Lloyd Bailey for Kimberly. You know, uh, May, I'm trying to... May Whitman mm-hmm. to voice Kimberly. The hmm. original voice actress for Katara. If you want to know what she looks like, she's in Parenthood. Well, that well, it's 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 long gone by this point. It had a serious finale like two years ago, but Maid Whitman, prolific actress and voice actress, who is my age, by the way. Oh, she can do it. Hmm. As Kimberly, because she has. She, I've noticed every time she done anything, voice acting wise, she rarely does anything girly. Kimberly is girly, but when you when you have her solo stories and her own stuff, Kimberly's not so girly girly. She is she can get down and dirty like everyone else. Because everybody thinks oh Trini's the tomboy, but not Kimberly. Actually, you know, huh? You know who you know who I could picture voice acting Aisha. Sorry, like kind of bringing it back a little bit. Hmm. Um. Also, also on Critical Role and stuff. Um. What's it? Um. Micah Burton. I could picture her doing Aisha. Ooh. You know, LeVar Burton's daughter? LeVar, they got LeVar Burton's daughter on Critical Role? Yeah, Micah Burton. Oh, shit. Just because yeah. you, no, you got the last name Burton doesn't mean you're actually technically related. I got Robinson, dude. Just look at, I'm related to David Robinson, the ex-NBA player. I mean, I literally said Micah Burton, like, LeVar Burton's daughter. You, you said it. You said it. You said it. I say like two seconds after you said Micah Burton. Well, I mean, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt that at least people might know who she is without associating her to her dad. But I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't. But yeah, I could totally picture her voice acting Aisha. Okay, so we got we got we got our new Rangers and we got our classic Rangers and we got Jordan mm-hmm. and everything on cast. Oh, Rita Repulsa. Oh, who? I mean, I I don't like the movie that much 
But I did. Yes, Elizabeth. You know what? Elizabeth Bang doesn't mind doing TV and movies. We might as well bring her back to be Lord yeah. uh, Rita Repulsa. I, I had no problem with her being Rita. Like for me, that was more writing. But her performance as it, I had no problem with her. I would tell her like this: Look, we're doing it. We're doing Rita in animation. Um, so you can go as crazy as you want. Mm-hmm. That's what I would tell her straight off the bat: Go as crazy as you want. Okay, but let's say let's say we didn't have her. Who else could be Rita? Just because obviously we've already seen her do it. Um. Oh, th- she played Bernadette on Big Bang Theory. She she voiced Harley Quinn. Oh um um yeah. I wouldn't uh, say hey, her. I wouldn't say her. Her actual name is Bernadette. Is her name no um. Ah, I can't remember crap. Oh, Harley Quinn and Batman. Uh, oh my god, I can't remember crap. It happens from time to time. Melissa Ivy Rock. Really? Yes. Hold on, hold on, keep talking. Are you talking about Bernadette specifically, or are you talking about a different character on the show? Oh, wait, no. You're talking about who voiced Harley, Qu- Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's not her. Melissa, Melissa uh, Rush. Yeah, you're talking about who plays um, who plays uh, uh, Painy, Kaylee Kuko. Or Kuko. Or no, Kuwako, I, I, don't, I don't want Hayley Kuko. I, I, Isn't I she the voice of Harley Quinn right now? Currently. I said Harley Quinn and Batman. So, oh! specific voice actress. Tara Strong? No, wait, no. no. It says right here, Harley Quinn, Batman, Harley Quinn voice cast. Melissa Rush. Okay, so yeah, it was her. That that is what I was talking about. But if not her, Paget Brewster. Mm. You know who I would actually like to hear? I would like to hear um I would like to hear Ali Wong kind of as a voice actress for, for that. Because she's done voice act acting work now for like Tuka and Birdie and shit like that. I've never heard of that show. It's like think of the same animation style of BoJack Horseman, also on Netflix, but they're birds, never and it's her seen, and, and Tiffany Haddish. Never seen BoJack Horseman. Okay, basically, but she has voice acting experience. Is my point. But I, I would, I would, I wouldn't be mad at like a at like an Ali Wong version of Rita Repulsa. That'd be interesting, at least. Yeah, that'd be to interesting, me. but I'd rather go for a voice actor. No, like more, was, more seasoned. Yeah, more seasoned. And then, then it'd be like, all right, then you shouldn't be Zach, Des. True. I shouldn't be Zach because I'm not well seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Peg, um, Pegat Brewster. If we can't get Pegat Brewster, who's done more voiceover worlds than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wong. yeah. That would be good. Yeah. Because I think Ali Wong is too big time. Ali Wong is too big time. I'm just saying, like, I'm thinking fan casting wise, like what I would think would kind of fit the voice. I think she could fit that voice. And I'm going to more realistic, like who we can get. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you're not going to get Ali Wong for that. Not now. And maybe before, maybe before, always be my maybe, but not now. True. Um. Hell, Tiffany Haddish. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's go wild. Yeah, I think Tiffany Haddish would do it. She'd be like, Power Rangers? I remember Power Rangers. Fuck yeah. I, you know what? Tiffany Haddish. Also, let's put her down here as a list of maybes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I like Tiffany Haddish. I feel like, 
don't get me wrong. Tiffany Haddish is huge, but I don't think I. I think if it was offered to her and she was interested in it, she would do it. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, like if she was interested in it, she'd do it. <laughs> I think I obviously, I, obviously, I don't know her. I'm just saying. Uh, oh man, this has been a crazy. How many minutes we're at? Forty-seven <laughs> minutes. We've been talking. About it's been very, years. it's been very Power Ranger heavy, but I'm so here for it. This is the most Power Ranger heavy ep- podcast I've ever fucking done in my life. But are you mad at it? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Shit. While we're at it, let's fan cast uh, our DCU. Oh, uh, okay. Our DCU. Yeah, DC. Are we back on the DC animated huh? U? DC okay. Animated so we're talking. Batman, Green Lantern, Superman, uh, uh, um, uh, Shazam, yeah. uh, Cyborg, Wonder Woman. Who else am I forgetting? Am I, for- uh, am I forgetting? Aqu- well, Aquaman after the point we've been in now. Now, I would say this. I would start off with Justice League, and it'll be the original seven, not Cyborg. Okay. I'm going to use the lineup from Justice League um, and Justice League Unlimited. So, so Martian I- Manhunter is in there? Yes. Okay. So for my Batman, I'll get Troy Baker because I actually liked his Batman um, from the Telltale games. Okay, wait, real quick, real quick. Before I start saying weird shit, are we talking about who we can get or just whoever the fuck we think? Whoever <laughs> we think could actually does not pull a Justin Kirk. He is the most horrible choice for fucking Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. So. Who I know would do it if um, if given the chance mm-hmm. to do an actual TV series or animated um, animated movie because he technically already did for Batman and Team and T. But I would get Troy. I, I like Troy Baker's Batman. He, he's 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 he does he can also differentiate differentiate his Bruce Wayne and his Batman voice without needing a voice modulator. Right. So that's a good as a plus when you get a voice actor who can do that shit off the bat. Oh, the fireworks is going off, bro. We're gonna have to hurry up. God damn it. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, for Superman, I will get. Oh, this one's gonna be harder. Actually, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's get Tyler Hoechlin to voice Superman. He's currently playing Superman for Superman and Lois and the Arrowverse. Let's just bring him over. He's get it. Get. You know what? All right. This is we. Um, for Flash, Grant Gustin. Mm-hmm. For Superman, not Tyler Hoechlin, Brendan Ralph. Okay. It, it, he may, it may not be another shot in the live action, but he gets to return as Superman in another form of medium. Oh, you know, you know who I'd want is John Johns. Who? Because I already I, I know who I want. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like Keith David. That that'll be good. I want the actor who's currently playing Martian Manhunter right now. He's on. I forgot his name, but he's currently on Supergirl. So, oh, okay. So here's the thing. Get, and this would be a good way to get Stephen Amell to return as Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Have him have him do a voice acting? Yeah, be like just tell him like you don't have you're not playing the Oliver from the show and you're not playing your Oliver specifically. You're playing the Green Arrow from the comic books. Uh-huh. So just tell me like you're going to be very political, more outspoken than any other hero. Mhm. And you get to talk down Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman <laughs> while cracking a joke. 
Yeah. And I know Stephen Amell can do that shit. If and, that be- to give uh, here's your homework. Just Google, just YouTube search Stephen Amell Blue Mountain State. Oh God. And hung. His old the, um, HBO show he did with Thomas Jane. Oh, he was in that. Yeah. I've definitely heard of that. I just haven't seen it. You, he can definitely, definitely play this specific Oliver Queen. <laughs> um, so we got Flash, Superman, Batman cast, Wonder Woman. I would say is the hardest. We can't get okay. Gal, we can't get Gal Gadot. Right. We Rosario already played her, so we know which means Warner Brothers is not going to have her back to voice her. Mm-hmm. We're not going to need Susan Eisenberg to currently play her. We can get either Maggie Q to return the voice as Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but then that would put us in the quandary of like, well, she voices Wonder Woman in Young Justice. Is this mm-hmm. a Young Justice series? So, like, no, no, no. In this case, we're trying to fan cast you. Yep. Yeah, so Maggie Q, as much as I like her, mm-hmm. she's out. I would get. She's currently on Star Trek Discovery, and she was and she was on The Walking Dead before she did Star Trek Discovery. Sequoia. Oh, Green. huh. I, I forgot her first name, but I, I remember Sequoia Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Um, I would have her as Wonder Woman. She would technically be the first Black woman to voice Wonder Woman. Hmm. I would definitely have her do it. So that would be a good one, yeah. For Master Man Hunter, no, let's get Keith David. I I really want to hear his version of that. Like, don't get me wrong, I've heard a lot of Keith David. I just haven't heard him do that. <laughs> Did you know he was supposed to be Mordock? Modok. Oh, that would have been really cool. Yep, and that in um in a in the Warriors TV series that was supposed to happen years back, the T-Mobile girl. That T-Mobile girl, um, the AT&T woman, um, she has ads all over for AT&T showing off iPhones. She was going to be Squirrel Girl. Really? Yeah. I forgot her name. It's, it's a very, I think it's a Russian-Polish name. Milena um, Vintrum. I could totally be screwing up the last name, yeah. but Milena. Yeah, she was supposed to be Squirrel Girl. Or Milana, depending on how you say it. And Keith David was going to slowly turn into Modoc. And the creator of the Warriors TV show said he got, he was like, before he got an audio recording of Keith David saying, I am Modoc. And then he's <laughs> doing the evil laugh, laughter. And he, said, oh. and he said, it gave him chills. And he said, it sucks that no one will get to see this or hear this line ever. Damn. Damn. Just bust a Deadpool and leak that shit online and then make everybody outraged to make him want to do it. He would get sued by me. This is oh I, yeah, this totally. Is, this is Ike. <laughs> this is Ike Perlmutter and Jeff Loeb we're talking about. They'll come oh. after this dude. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just saying, fucking do it. <laughs> for Shazam and Billy Batson, he may not be the hero we want, but he's the hero we need. Uh, <laughs> whatever. For Aquaman, I'll get. Um, I would get a WWE wrestler, and I know the right. Person for it. Who? <laughs> oh God. John Moxley. Well, no, he's not a WWE. He's with AE. He's with AEW now. John Moxley. 
Uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. I'm not super familiar with that. He used to wrestle with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember who you're talking about. I would have him as... I, I This will be the most controversial casting of all time. I want John Moxley. No, 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 no. Wait, let me take that back. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. I want Cody Rhodes as Aquaman. I know my brother's going to hear this podcast. He's going to be like, wait, what? Cody Rhodes? Wait. Yes. Wait, Cody. I'm just, I'm looking it up right now, and I now I remember who you're talking about. This guy? Yeah. Oh, this guy is Aquaman? Yes, as the voice of Aquaman. He can, oh, voice. He can yeah. fucking do it. He's a nerd. He's a big Star Wars nerd. He's a comic book nerd. He fuck. He was on multiple episodes of Arrow as the bad guy. Okay, yeah, I could see it. I mean, I could hear it. Technically, I could hear it. He can, <laughs> he can totally do it. And he, but he has a bit of a lisp, but still, he can fucking do it. I mean, who gives a shit? Yeah. That'll just be the mark on his character, and then if it's really, really good, people are going to be trying to mimic that list for years to come. Yeah, like, who's going to fuck with Cody Rhodes? Nobody's going to fuck with Cody Rhodes or John Moxley. Here's the thing. You don't fuck with any W or any professional wrestler, whether they have a list or not. Why do or you think nobody tells fucking... Oh, yeah, exactly. Nobody tells fucking what's-his-face about his list all the time. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying the name, but I'm trying Mike to remember Tyson. his Thank you. Oh, hell. <laughs> You've seen the videos recently of Mike Tyson now at 53? He's in his 50s, and I'm pretty sure he can body any fool. Yeah, he will fuck you up. He will, he will fucking turn your face into hamburger meat when still. He, when he said, I'm back. Yeah. You believe it. I was just like, oh shit, dude. You still do not. You still don't want to fuck with this guy. But here's the thing, though. <laughs> A year ago, he said he did not want to go back. He did not want to get back into that mindset. Mm-hmm. But now he's back in that mindset. Mm-hmm. A year later, like I mean, you could you could argue. I mean, obviously we don't know him, but I'm just saying you could argue. I mean, weren't there some sort of like practices where it's just like martial arts and fighting are like a a, a good way to become attuned to your own body, even if you don't use it. Probably, probably he finally found a balance. Um, as a fighter and his whatever zenness he has now, he you can definitely tell he has a balance. But still, he will fuck you. He will turn you into ground beef. This is still the dude that literally bit a dude's ear off. And he learned from that. And he and um, Evander Holyfield forgave him. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So Mike Tyson will fuck you up. That's gonna don't, be the title of our. Even though the majority of this episode was. Power Rangers in DC. This is, gonna be, this is gonna be the title of the episode. Mike Tyson will fuck you up. I love the idea that people are gonna see that and then listen to an entire Power Rangers podcast just to get to this moment of us talking right now and be like, this is why it says Mike Tyson. <laughs> so thanks for making it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Because guess what? It's my birthday. <laughs> See now you gotta now you gotta end it on a ringing bell, you know, ding ding, round over. <laughs> you ready, Apollo? Yes, I am. Ring that bell, ding ding. It's the I am the tiger. <laughs> no, don't. We're gonna get covered. Oh man, I love Rocky. I have not seen I have not seen Apollo, and I have, I mean I have not seen Creed one or two yet. I'll get to it. 
<laughs> just in case we get any listeners, and I'm just prefacing this right now. I would get to Creed. I just we have too much content with Michael B. Jordan in it. Mm-hmm. I do we have a lot of things to talk about when it comes to Michael B. Jordan. I know he anime, um, Tom Clancy apparently. Mm-hmm. So Genlock. Michael B. Working. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're not turning this into the Michael B. Jordan podcast. But before we go, and before the fireworks get worse on either end, what is your last thing you want to talk about before we go? Uh, my last thing I want to talk about before we go, I mean, honestly, the only thing that's been really on my mind recently has been D&D, so it's going to be all D&D related if you give me a chance. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, like, the last thing I kind of want to talk about before I go is just how excited I am about getting our D&D game going. Oh, yeah. Just because it's like I've I've been I've been cooking up some stuff. I have some I have some intros on. I'm trying to figure out what I can say to you that will not be spoilerific, but will be awesome. <laughs> point point is, I I now have content based off of just based off of character creation with a couple people. Yeah, I now have some story concepts for the big bad endgame, right? Okay. That will, like, if you guys bear with me and are having fun with it, can totally come down the road in, like, months from now. Oof, you're playing for the long game. I'm just saying, you don't have to. I'm just saying, because the way I'm, I'm trying to treat this, right? The first thing we're going to do is a module. We're, we're doing a module. It's pre-written, and it's, it's you know, it, uh, um, uh, put out by Wizards of the Coast. It's official concept. But... I'm modifying it a lot. I am hev- heavily modifying it. And I'm I'm trying to make it where by the end of this, by the end of that module, when we when we finish the main goal and all that kind of stuff, and you guys will know. For the record, this game will still probably be at least maybe like a month and a half worth of content. Okay. Even if it's a module. But um but I'm trying to make it to where if you guys like it and you guys want to bear with it, right, obviously. Um, we can either do one of two things. We can either continue in a new setting inspired by what's going on now, or if you guys like your characters and you guys manage to survive with your characters, because I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make it difficult to where you guys can die, but not difficult to where you're constantly in danger. You know what I mean? Hmm. But if you guys survive with your characters, and if you guys want to keep playing with your characters, I'm trying to make it to where story-wise it will work if I start a completely new campaign outside of the module. Okay. But either way, even even with that, some of the stuff that I'm getting from character creation from the other players, some of the stuff that I'm getting from you, I'm using to cook up a lot of conflict stuff that's gonna be that's gonna be prevalent in our module now. Because yes, it's pre-made. Yes. It's going to have like preset locations and all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to try to make it to where where you guys can really choose to do whatever the fuck you want. Regardless of the story. Like even even if the story is there and I have it, if you guys just decide to say, fuck it, I don't want to go there. Let's do this. I'm going to try to make it to where you guys can do that and have that flexibility. Oh, cool. So I'm, I'm excited about it. You know, get get excited about it. I want you guys excited about it. I'm like I'm like trying to make a fucking digital map and everything with like an old TV I got. I'm like building I'm building like uh like my own minis and all that with all the 3D printing. I'm like I I'm I literally bought 
freaking um, software to make and generate like my own maps and my own like uh, write-ups and everything to where it like where if you guys discover it and like in like let's say you go to a library or whatever I'm being very general this is not in the campaign but it's like let's say you go to a library or something and you guys search and you're looking for certain like content and all that kind of stuff I'm I'm writing up and making handouts that I can send you guys and show you guys that literally are supposed to be lore heavy or not lore heavy, but look like you just found them in this like decrepit old library and shit like that. You know what I mean? So you want to make it accessible, but something that would be not too challenging for those who just um, approaching it. Exactly. Because I would say when it comes to the skill level of all the people, there's one person who's semi veteran, like who's played, who's played D and D, but not to the level of what we're going to do it. Like, like really mechanically. Like, I'm saying more mechanically because they've they've definitely played D and D and done you know the whole you know um, role playing and combat and all that kind of stuff. But sh her her experience with it is not necessarily as mechanical as like the official D and D stuff. Yeah. Um. But I'm uh I'm I'm she's probably the most experienced. And then on the opposite spectrum, we have people who have never played whatsoever. Okay. So I'm trying to I'm trying to make it you know accessible to everybody. It's gonna be fun. I, I want you guys to to really. My hope is that you guys like your characters enough to where you guys feel happy embodying the mindset of your character. I'm already inside the mindset of my character, which is the best. Honestly, play what you know, and if you want to play with it, fucking play with it. If you guys even and, and I'm learning this, I, I have I have a really good example for a DM. I have a very good like DM teacher. I will not I will not I will not deny that the the game that I'm in right now and the other game that I'm in right now the two games have separate DMs and I very very much appreciate the DMs I have and I'm like I'm trying to make it to where if they played they'd at least be like you did a good job. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, cause they, they had, like, I have some, I have some good examples of like, of mechanics. I have some good examples of like story and writing. And it's just like, I, obviously I'm trying to not be super ambitious for the first module that I've ever run, but I'm trying to make it to where at least you guys will be having fun with it. And if you guys get compelled with it, I have some ideas for certain things. Like I, I have to be, I'm realizing I have to be really fucking flexible. I have to be really fucking flexible in the way that even if I have shit written down, if you guys play something out a certain way, I have to be completely ready to throw that shit out and rewrite. Because I want you guys to have fun doing what you guys want, and what you guys do affects the story. I'm pretty sure um, this playthrough is going to be awesome. I hope so. I hope so. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm aiming for it to be at the very least, make you guys want to keep playing D&D. You know what I mean? So no pressure. I'm just saying. Like I said, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and it, it, I came it, up it, with a character concept that I can't wait to use, but I need to figure out which game to put it in. Basically, I want to make a monk fighter modeled after Goku. I feel like I can fucking do it. Oh, Lord. Dude, for real, though. Because, like... Oh, I've been writing power systems and shit. Like I've been making my own custom universe that is not that is not like um the module that we're doing. Like that is that is D&D &D inspired, 
but is completely its own universe with its own mechanics and shit. That's not for us right now, but that's for hopefully us later down the line if you guys want to do it. Um, but I'm trying to, at this point, start writing and uh, mechanically working out a, a completely custom universe that is the D&D inspired, but it is still something that's like full custom concept. I think I told you about it the other day. It's like my idea is basically like a Horizon Zero Dawn-esque kind of thing, but mix it with heavy fantasy. Let's make this baby steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, 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 let's crawl before we can walk. Oh no, for sure, for Let's sure. Told him, told him. But run. you can tell how excited I've been about this shit, right? I know you're excited. <laughs> I know you're excited. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna end it here because I'm hearing pop, 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 pop. Yeah, and, I'm starting to. And I don't know if that's um a, a pistol or or um a bunch of bottle rockets. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite hood game: gunshot or firework. Yep. But we'll leave you off with this. An Animorphs movie is in development. Make of that what you will. I'm your host. I'm your host, Desi the Seth. That's Christian Ventura. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Night Out of the Giant Contraband Robot. Check us out on Spotify and SoundCloud. And once again, it's my birthday, and I do what I want to. <laughs> <laughs>